down in New Orleans. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, sitting next to me with are at a completely different venue. Oh, it's not just another new episode. (laughs) Come on now, that's underselling it. We're live here at Arctic Circle Brewing Company, our sponsor for the the podcast for a live episode. Oh, it's not live for you guys. You guys are here later, but yeah. You can definitely hear the on-site episode, yeah. Uh, We got the New Orleans theme going. I can't wait to play a bunch of New Orleans artists. We got some some New Orleans-inspired beer, you know, from Mardi Gras. Getting into a little bit of history stuff. You know, Dude, get I'm into excited, it. I'm excited. Man. This is really cool one. that we're out here for this. So we've uh, this is our second official live podcast that we've done. Um, we did the first one out at um, in Ipsy for the yeah Grove Studios. The Grove Studios. It was Grove event, Studios. Yeah. The Equinox party. Yeah, I had to do double duty that day. I remember because yeah, I had to do a, MC I had to event podcast too. and play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm excited to have uh, to do this. Um, we're gonna dial into a little bit of our best music knowledge coming from the city of New Orleans. We're not in New Orleans, but it kind of sounds like we are because you can hear the uh, brass band in the background. You up in the brewery, huh? You want to talk about beards and brews, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going to do things a little bit unconventional this uh, time. We're not going to, you know, do it um, completely like how we normally do and celebrating the birthdays and all that stuff. We will have something old, something new later, and we're going to be sitting down with Eric and Devin, the owners of the brewery that we are at, to speak with them eventually. But since we don't have to do the birthdays and we have four different beers to try on this episode. Yeah, baby, we got let's kick it, Let's kick it off with uh, some of the beer here. So Eric and Devin provided us here with a, a delicious flight of the beers that they have um, that they kind of themed after New Orleans and Mardi Gras and uh, Fat Tuesday, which I just learned today that Mardi Gras means Fat Tuesday. <laughs> Does it really? So yeah. it's just like a week-long party? <laughs> no, it's, the most part? it's French for Fat Tuesday. <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of like if you think about it in a way it's kind of like rum springer almost in a way so, your, yeah. it's like rum springer for your body it's like rum springer for <laughs> um but anyways i think we should probably just start with the one that's closest to us on the flight yours is the gumbo closest to you on your flight gumbo gumbo is closest to me yes okay so i think we should start with the gumbo um later on we'll have you know eric and devin kind of break down what they came up with for the event we're just going to try them and tell you how we feel about them. Um, we're excited to get a little drink. I don't even know in. if they got. Oh, oh, these are on on tap. Oh, yes, for they real? Are. Hell yeah, yeah. Let's tell rock. us about them then. Let's rock. All right. Uh, you know what? Actually, no, so there's four different beers. I don't think that this specific. The actually, one. Oh, it is right there. No, it's right here. Okay, yeah, got it. Never mind. I'm, I'm an idiot, guys. All right, so uh, the first beer we're going to try is the uh, Gumbo, the double New England IPA over from Arctic Circle Brewing Company. I didn't. Ooh, seven point two. Okay. Ooh, that's why. All right, so nice it's and nice, and, nice and little boozy. Nice You're gonna be leaving a little buzz. <laughs> oh, dude, it's gonna be tight. All right, so the uh, the untapped breakdown I'm reading here off the website. In celebration of Mardi Gras 2022, what would a Mardi Gras celebration be without some gumbo? Traditionally, gumbo is a dish with a melting pot of all leftover ingredients from the days past. With that as the inspiration, we made a seven hop New England IPA. The hops include Hill Melon, African Queen, Apollo, Maseka, Emerald Spire, Galaxy, and Idaho 7. Oh, shit. The last two are, like, real, like, hoppy and juicy. E-Man's already having fun with it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we're going to have fun here. And in the spirit of New Orleans and, you know, blending beers together, uh, they also, in New Orleans... 
culturally blend a lot of styles of music together. That's kind of part of their thing. Jazz, fusion, you know, you got bounce music, which is a blend of, you know, big band and, and uh, hip-hop music. But here's a little collaboration that I really enjoy out of a band from New Orleans and a hip-hop artist from New Orleans. That band is called Galactic, and that rapper's name is Juvenile. Here's a song huh. called From the Corner to the Block by Juvie. But I play and some Juvie, huh? Yeah. Yes, sir. Let me just get it up on here. Yeah. I'll play some Juvie, huh? <laughs> we have an Arctic Circle Brewery, huh? <laughs> <laughs> So gumbo here. What do you think about gumbo, bro? I'm gonna be it's honest good. with you. I was jamming out to the song <laughs> and I did not take a sip. I'm gonna be completely honest with y'all, I'll but I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a sip right now. Actually, give me your. Uh, Can I be completely honest with you yeah, about gumbo before I even get into the go flavor of it. the gumbo beer? I think I, I, I think I, I know a comparison you're about I to draw don't, from. No, no, no. I'm not even a comparison. I don't know that I've ever in life had a back bowl of gumbo before. Is that blasphemy? Give me your black card. <laughs> that, would, that would require Just me. To, that would require I me know, to have I one. I know. I know. That's the joke. <laughs> that's the joke. <laughs> oh, no, dude, that's I, funny. No, man. Uh, jambalaya is great too, by the way. It's very but, sweet. I yeah, like the no, citrusy flavor it's to very, it. Very. Yes, yeah, it's, it's got that citrus like tanginess to it. It's very medium body. It almost has uh, a little bit of an IPA flavor to it. That's because it is an IPA. Is it know? an IPA? Yeah, it's oh, a New okay. England IPA. Okay. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. I just yeah. knew that it was called gumbo. Yes, yeah, a New England IPA. Uh, 7.2. 7.2. Yeah, I so like nice, it. boozy, juicy. Uh, yeah, it's really solid New England IPA. It's not, like, it's a medium body to it. It's, like, got, like, a definitely, like, a not-so-carbonated consistency, but, mm -hmm. like, it's still, like, full. It's still, like, got, like, that oomph to it, I guess, in a way where it's still, like, swished around. But, no, I mean, I really, yeah, I really enjoy it. I don't think I could crush this one because it's 7.2, and, you know, I, I live, like, 45 minutes away. But, yeah, like, <laughs> I really but enjoy, I really it. enjoy it. Yeah. It's got kind of a lighter taste to it, which I like. Not lighter taste, but, like, lighter feel to it. Like, I don't like really thick beers. That's like, we talked about this last time on the podcast. I like really carbonated beers, and this has a nice carbonation to it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's got, like, that medium body to it, carbonation straight. Uh, it's not quite... Actually, no, I don't really taste the carbonation on it like super crazy, to be honest with you. But, I mean, it's still got like that nice smoothness to it to where it balances out. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. I definitely agree with that. But, um, yeah, dude, this is pretty cool because um, I kind of wanted to I get... lied. There's the bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a pretty cool event we got to do because outside of Michigan music, New Orleans music is actually probably something that I know the most about, if I'm being honest. Um, and I kind of alluded to it last week when we previewed the episode, talking about how um, David Simon, who did The Wire, also did a show on HBO called Treme. And for, uh, for, for those of you who don't know what Treme is, Treme is a district in New Orleans where it's the music community. Basically, like, there's always music playing where these residents live. Like, 
that one of the things they talk about on the show is it's blasphemy to call the cops on uh, people playing music too loud in the Treme district. I love that. <laughs> I absolutely love that, actually. <laughs> and, like, so like, a lot of, like, big-name New Orleans artists come from that district, like Trombone Shorty. Um, you know, there's a lot of them. But I think it's um, New Orleans music is kind of got a kindred spirit to how I think Motown is. Like, a city that really is predicated on that music that, like, like was part of the main institution of the city and, and the moat and i feel like new, new orleans kept the tradition alive longer than we have in michigan we definitely have a thriving music community but it's not playing out of every bar like it is in new orleans um i think that you have a point so know? i'm thinking about it and the stack like of definitely could be cousins like how they say like the bay and detroit are cousins new orleans in a way could have like that same yeah. feel to it because i mean Detroit was like a really big jazz stop. I mean, we have like the oldest, like Baker's for Baker's Keyboard Lounge, for instance, like the oldest jazz club in the country. Yeah, totally. So I mean, there's definitely like a correlation there between mm. the two sounds. It's just like you said, New Orleans kept it longer, and I think they have their own variation of it now. Totally. Where like has like that big band like sound to it. Yeah, like there's definitely like, the big lot, band. You they, hear there's that like a like, lot of horn. They they use a, they're a little bit more horny yeah. down in the south there. <laughs> there <laughs> definitely is. I, but I feel like <laughs> Motown Motown music had that feel to a different st uh, style of music but it had that feel that you definitely hear an influence of people's music and hopefully with people like Che Pope you know how he's bringing that workshop label to Detroit we can kind of reinvigorate Detroit into a city that's like that where like yeah after, keep, keep plugging that you know keep what, plugging I, that real quick hopefully yeah, you hear for sure. it. I'm, I'm like really <laughs> excited about that. that like I think what Che Pope is doing is really fucking cool I think we talked about it on the podcast but he's bringing you know music back to the city um, and E-Man and I have spoken on it too about how when we took a trip to Nashville over the summer, we were like, there's no reason that Detroit couldn't be like Nashville, you know, with like thriving bars that consisted of live music as the focal point, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, just, you know, don't have like the Broadway street crowd. Yeah, no, well, it, it, that, that just, definitely gets a little gross. I'm just imagining but, like Greek town all the time. But, so, uh, but I've yeah. heard, um, what's it called? What's the main street in uh, New Orleans that everyone goes on? Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street. I heard yeah. Bourbon Street is the same way, though. Oh, it's like, do you want to hear my New Orleans story? <laughs> yes, actually, tell <laughs> you me. Do you want to hear my New Orleans? <laughs> I do want to hear your New Orleans story. So, E-Man went to New Orleans for a bachelor party, I believe it was, right? I'll let you tell it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the bachelor party was it? Was it Ron's? Right, it was Ron's, Ron's? yeah. Shout out so, Ron. Shout out Ron. Making our new label. Yeah, Ron, you know, did the old uh, Beats, Brews, Beats and Brews logo. Uh, Going to get a redo. Shout out to my boy. But yeah, uh, circa 2018, right? We decided to take a bachelor party out to New Orleans. <laughs> okay. So I know what you're thinking. And you know what? You're absolutely right. It played out exactly how it's about to go. <laughs> so... We get there. We get to our Airbnb. It's like five, six of us. It's a couple of our friends and stuff like that. We have, you know, we got a couple mutual friends that went on a trip yeah. and stuff like that. Actually, I think it was more than that, actually. I think we were like seven or eight deep at one point. Anyway, <laughs> so we get to our Airbnb and literally out the fucking gate. We just like, all right, let's hit up Bourbon Street. <laughs> Bro, I will never forget uh, our friend of mine. Actually, well, yeah, good friend of mine, my former roommate. Uh, I'm not going to say his name, but he knows who he is. We lost him for like three hours. <laughs> we, it was some shit out of Hangover. <laughs> I walk. We're, I remember me and Ron walking, or Ron and I, sorry, let me be grammatically correct, are walking down the street and walking down Bourbon Street specifically. I look to my right. There is Larry Flint's Hustler Club. Oh, shit. I look closer to my right. I shit you not, that said friend is walking out of Larry Flint's Who Hustler is? Club. Who is? I'm not going to say his name. Who is it? 
I'm not gonna say his name. Oh, oh, oh. I'm not gonna say his name. You said, you said that said friend. That said I thought, friend. I, at first, I that thought we were you missing said, for three hours. I, I thought you literally said right said friend. Oh, go ahead. Right said friend. My bad. He's walking. He's walking out of the club. Three hours later, and apologies, trigger warning, because it's gonna get kind of gross. Man, I feel like everybody does it, so it's not gonna get gross. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yeah, uh, I had to go take a shit." And strip clubs always had like the cleanest bathrooms, I heard. So that's why I went what? in there. <laughs> who, who is out here predicating that lie? Strip clubs do not have the cleanest bathrooms. I don't know. By any stretch of the imagination. I don't know. That's what he said. <laughs> anyway, apparently it was clean. Anyway, he walked out, so that was missing. So there, and then, oh man, I don't want to get Ron jammed up in something. Uh, so, <laughs> I gotta be careful with my words here. I mean, nothing crazy. Nothing too. Nothing crazy happened. Yeah, nothing yeah. incriminating. But it's just funny. I don't know how much I can say. So anyway, we're out. We get out. We walk out of the same club at four in the morning. Oh, no, no. It was like not four in the morning. It was later than that. It was some shit out of the hangover, bro. So (laughs) we walk in and you can just immediately tell like the girls, you can immediately tell like they know we're tourists. Yeah, right? for sure. You, you just got that vibe. Like, I mean, spot tourists. I feel like it's easy to just be considered tourists because I feel like the locals don't even go to that shit anymore. Maybe. Yeah, probably Maybe. not on Bourbon Street. Yeah. yeah. You're right. no, <laughs> so. so anyway, you could just tell. So walking in, you know, looking good. Everybody fly. So they're kind of like just picking the guys, stuff like that. Everybody, you know, having a good time and stuff. I don't know. Dude, I swear to God, there should be a thing where we should have like clocks at the strip club <laughs> they, do they don't so have those I, for I, a reason I, I know it's almost like ikea at the same time it's the casino yeah anyway so it's like a fucking time capsule so we walked out of that bitch it's like sunlight yep it's like some shit out of the hangover mm. typical story went to the uh went to the waffle house that's night one night two we're all so fucking hungover that we don't even go out to like five or six o'clock at night so what do we do during the day, you ask? We're actually planning to do cultural stuff. Like, you know, we want to do, like, the alligator tours. We want to do, like, stuff like, uh, what do you call it? The voodoo thing. What do you call with the, what The mausoleums. Is that what okay. you call them? Like, the fancy cemeteries that call mausoleums. Yeah, so we're going to do that because, you know, like, it's a big voodoo haunted city mm-hmm. or whatever. So we're going to do all the touristy shit. Yeah, we sit up watching the fucking World Cup <laughs> at, at, at the Airbnb for like the first like six hours. <laughs> so a couple of like, hungover booze <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So anyway, I couldn't even tell you who won the World Cup to be honest with you at the time. But anyway, that's not relevant to the story. So we went out night two, great night, kind of repeat, same thing. Night three, I almost get taken. What do you mean? I almost get taken. How? <laughs> so you're a grown man. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember Ron and said friend that got lost in a strip club. Actually, had, I asked him to tell me because it was like some it was a it was a young thing, right? That we had a mutual interest until I realized we didn't. <laughs> okay. A mutual interest was like Deadpool. Uh-huh. Because, you know, I'm obsessed with Deadpool. I have yeah. a Deadpool sticker on the back of my car. I usually rock some Deadpool socks, stuff like that. I'm wearing Deadpool socks. I see she's wearing a hat. She looks cute. I'm going <laughs> to So I'm like, and I'm, mind you, I'm a drunk tourist at like <laughs> 10 o'clock at night on a Sunday, the day before we leave. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to just shoot my shot. Usually not going to happen. She literally pulls me aside like, hey, go this right now, whatever. I'm like, all right. And you know that strip, you know, I, I, there's, 
you ever know that uh, club that floats around where you they pour shots down your throat and they smack you the shit out of you? No. Like you're like in a barber chair. Yeah, that's a thing. So I tried to get. <laughs> so I just tried to get our friend that was on a bachelor party on that. I ended up doing it, but the girl ended up paying for it. So, yeah, that was a whole thing. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to tell like a very PG version of the story, <laughs> and it's kind of hard to. Anyway, so end up going to the next club, and then I just realized like I just get like a weird vibe like. I think I'm trying to get God here. I think it's like a tourist, like, adoption thing. Like, I, I, I watch, like, stuff like, what do you call it? Stranded Overseas, what the hell is oh, called? Oh, Jesus. You're fucking <laughs> too much TV, bro. I'm Lock way too, because here's the thing. You're I'm in very, fucking New Orleans. You're not I'm in a different country. <laughs> yeah, I'm very, I'm a very anxious dude. So when it comes to stuff like that. So anyway, I had, like, my friends tell me just to make sure no crazy shit happens. And... My vibe just went off, so I just separated ways from that girl. If you if, if you want, I'll DM you for the actual story, but that's the very PG rating. Anyway, New Orleans was great, guys. <laughs> you literally remind you guys are literally a scene from the show Treme. So Steve Zahn is in it from Steven Silverman. He's been in a bunch of movies. But anyways, he basically his character on the show is kind of like this half baked kind of aging musician. You know, he's always coming up with ideas of things that he wants to pursue, but he never really commits to them fully he's kind of you know this loose end stoner that comes up with funny things but at one point he's like low on money he's trying to pay rent so he takes a job working at a hotel off of uh bourbon street and he's like four touristy white kids come in you know they're like we wanted to go to like you know where should we go where's the good popping place on bourbon and he's like well you can go to bourbon if you want to be really touristy about things or he can send you here and he sends him to the ghetto and he sends him to like the real jazz clubs and then he gets in trouble with his job because these four kids are like on some like mission from school and they get lost they don't show up back at their hotel the next day he's like i told him it wasn't the nicest area of town mm. <laughs> so it's pretty fucking hilarious and like shit like that kind of happens all the time on there but it reminded me of the way that we are with how we treat campus marshes. You know, like we don't really hang out at campus marshes in Detroit very often. That's probably how like the people that live in New Orleans are with fucking broad. I feel like that's uh, Greek town. That'd be that'd yeah, be like the Greek town, town yes. equivalent yeah, 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 to for that. For real, so, for real. All the like the, the trouble and the and the debauchery goes on there. So all the, <laughs> the ratchet shit goes. Is, is ratchet cool? By the way, still is, is, is Ratchet cool is, still? The no, I don't ratchet think cool. it was ever really cool, was no, it? No, no, there was a good Ratchet had a good run. Ratchet had, <laughs> had a good run. Ratchet Juicy J, good, yeah, Juicy J. I think Juicy J, Juicy J, J uh, led the pack on a lot of those slang words. <laughs> that kind of like he was the first one I think was saying "turn" a lot too. I feel like he, he was saying "turn up" a lot. Yeah, and then that one that went by the wayside. Miley Cyrus and them killed a lot of those. I feel like. Uh, did, did they genderfy the, they genderfied ratchet? They genderfied, kinda, genderfied it's, ratchet. It's, it's sort of how like the uh, the old white Republicans have hijacked woke. Oh yeah, yeah. CNN's all over woke now. now <laughs> CNN's all over. Now woke. when I hear that word uttered on TV, I assume that they're Republican or like some kind of like Trumper. I don't know why, but that's kind of how it's gone. Um, but anyways, let's get to one of these. We have four beers to try, so let's try another one of we these beers. We got three beers. of them uh, Well, yeah, we had the one already. But do you think this one has actually got bacon in it? You know what? I can't even drink it if we do. <laughs> so I don't think it does. I'm, like, I might have, I might have, to have, uh, have somebody tag me out that I'm looking at right now. It's a guy you might be familiar with. <laughs> I'm going to try it. I can't it. drink it, bro. I'm a vegetarian, so I don't know if I can I, drink yeah, bacon, bacon beer, but I'm going to try it. <laughs> you want to? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. I don't know that there's actually bacon in it. Wait, hold up. Actually, Devin, question for you. Is there bacon in this beer? 
100%. Yeah, okay, so I can't drink it. Me neither. Yeah, so. It's like kind of produces a little bit of smoke. Okay, do you want to talk about this? Because I can't drink it because I'm kosher. So I'm like, no no pork on my fork. Sitting down on this mic right now, joining us is one of half owners of this brewery that we are sitting in, Devin. Yes, sir. How you guys doing, man? We're doing good, man. Nice to have you. And then tagging me out for the beer portion here, somebody you guys are familiar with. The boy Frost is Rad decided to come up here. Young Frost. Eric and Frost. Can have mine. Young little emo boy. <laughs> I can't drink bacon. I'm a vegetarian, bro. Yeah, 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 Eric, yeah we can't. Yeah, literally, this, this is the one yeah. beer we can't drink. <laughs> my, my bad. I should have disclosed that one. Yes, so, there is real bacon harm to the making of that ale. So while they're drinking the bacon ones, I'm going to have the banana one because oh, banana is my friend. Oh, man. I'm expecting the most estery beer as like possible. 100%. All right, but. <laughs> like, I basically should just should have just did it Where's as like a half a wisen, but. <laughs> Dude, oh, yeah. the, uh, the gumbo is delicious, by the way. I really enjoyed the Very gumbo. Very juicy, yeah. dude. I like it. Th- thank you. Yeah, like uh, it was one of those. Like we were uh, pitching around, like the ideas, like how are we going to uh, roll out this Mardi Gras thing. Like uh, a couple things immediately came to mind, but then I was like, I got, I got to put an IPA out there with it. And it's like, okay, oh, I got it. And like uh, crystallizing that moment, I was like gumbo, just make seven hops in one beer, mm-hmm. and then like uh, just make sure you pick the right ones so all the like, flavors pair. I was looking at so I was looking at the hop profile and everything. Just curious. So Idaho Seven, I know, is more of like a like a danker hop, right? Yeah, like a- absolutely. It. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, but but like uh, it could be like that. I believe if you uh, boil it longer and you use it more for bitterness, or if you dry hop with it. So I did not dry hop with that particular one, but I added it towards the end of the boil, so you end up getting more of the fruit notes than uh, or better yet, like a whirlpool with. It. So you get can more I, of like can the I stone guess fruit. Which one was dry hop? Oh yeah, was for it sure. Mosaica? Uh, it was Mosaic, uh, Moteca, Moteca, um, what was the other one? I, I uh, probably need the sheet itself, but. Hold up, I got, we got untapped here. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, technology. Yeah, when you have me that one for us? Uh, actually, the other one? Yeah, that's the one. Uh, the so, hot profile is. Um, so yeah, it was uh, Galaxy Idaho Seven. Oh, so, so yeah, I, I went with uh, African Queen, uh, Moteca, uh, Emerald Sphere, and Galaxy as like the actual dry hop ones, just to get across more of like okay. the uh, melony and citrus notes itself. Where? What's the process of infusing beer with bacon? I'm curious about that. Like, I don't. Is it no, just like no an adjunct? Practice? No, real bacon. Um, I actually added it in a boil. So okay. th- these are like every Tuesday we do our Tuesday beta test small batch ideas. And like, um, you know, three of these four beers that we're releasing today were based on an idea. So for that six gallon small batch we did, uh, it was a pound and a half of cooked bacon wow. to the boil. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so I ended up boiling it at the very end of the process, only like five minutes just. So basically you get some of like the smokiness of it because mm-hmm. uh, everything else kind of like uh, ferments out with the exception of like the right. smokiness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're more like kind of like I imagine like a big ass crock pot of essentially what was going on. So it's like the like the actual boiler, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it's directly on like the direct flame plot that we have in the back there. So uh, I'm trying to dumb this down for like the audience that might not know. <laughs> yeah, I'm for real. Dumb, dumbing down for me, bro. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, that would be me too. I, I have no idea. Yeah. So, so like uh, you know, obviously we're here for like our Mardi Gras event. So like yeah, like basically like a lot of this stuff was built around the idea of like layering flavors like that you would like find in any dish that you would get like uh, down in New Orleans, right? Mm-hmm. 
So, like, uh, you know, to your point, yeah, like, uh, knowing when to add it to the pot brings the most life out of it. So, like, getting, like, that bacon flavor across, add it towards the end of it so you can, uh, like, not boil off the flavor, but you get some of that, like, actual, like, uh, residual uh, I was going to say, because I'm drinking, I just sipped the banana one, and this is delicious, bro. It tastes like legitimate <laughs> banana bread. It was, it was, it was so good. It was so good. Oh, my God, yeah. I, think, I love this. I think that one's actually running away as, like, Ooh. the uh, taproom favorite Ooh. today. Is that the taproom favorite today? Yeah, I, I, get, I understand Fire. why. That makes sense to me. I like it. I was, I was shocked by it. I thought like people were going to run to like the bourbon thing because everybody's like kind of like ape shit for bourbon beer. Uh, but it's like, you know, a little something sweet. And is this the bourbon one, the NOLA one? No, the NOLA one is just a brown ale with okay. uh, uh, milk sugars. Actually, wait. Uh, so you say vegan? Vegetarian. 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 Okay, yeah, so I, know it's got, I know it's got lactose and it's got cocoa nibs. Oh, yeah, like that, right? yeah. No, dude, I don't know if I could drink like, any beer. Like, vegan would be so hard, dude. I've tried like for like a week. I'm like, no, no, no. I think I'll stick with vegetarian. I like cheese and shit too much. That's a commitment. <laughs> right. It is like a, because it's beyond just the food you eat. It's the products you use on your body. Like, it's a whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Vegetarian's good enough for me. All right. I have yeah. a quick uh, question for you, Devin. What like, up? so what's the, I mean, I know it's Mardi Gras right now. What was the actual theme like that made you guys want to do this here um like uh, the, the actual event itself yeah like the actual event so like back when we first started homebrewing uh like it was a travel around a lot we had a little more disposable income at that point in life and uh destinations is always the idea so uh ended up probably taking a trip down to new orleans uh met up with one of my cousins actually down there but ended up uh this is right around the time when i started homebrewing back in 2015 ended up hitting Cafe du Monde down there right in the French Quarter and I was like damn this make a great ass beer somebody do it and like I went to like all the breweries around in the French Quarter and outside of it and nobody had a Cafe du Monde beer on tap I absolutely <laughs> love that you actually were did cultural stuff as far as like that because I just went because I told my story and I just went and partied the whole time <laughs> I was I mean, about two hours on uh, Bourbon Street I got out of there I was like alright there's not much other stuff over here it's like I just like whenever I go down there it's just like kind of like let the music take me somewhere it's like you hear a brass band hopping over like two blocks over go yep. find it and like it's like the most like diverse like melting pot of a place there so yeah like it was a starting point for us like uh taking that breakfast in series which we have like five or six out in the market now and then um like the breakfast in nola was the very first one we ended up doing so like i was with tooth and nail waiting to get around to fat tuesday so we could finally put this beer out here because it was one of those ones it was like a genesis for us it was like cafe demand brown ale it works mm -hmm. yeah so it was always kind of like um travel meets like uh, the brew room where inspiration comes from what other people are doing or lack thereof yeah yeah I love that man yeah. I really enjoy that I, I think that's one of the things that draws me to your guys's place because outside of just doing the you know the theme for New Orleans today there you know Devin's a big music guy and I know you've done a lot of like the theme we had the Reggie <laughs> yeah. Noble one on the podcast the Red yeah. Ale and uh, you had the the one I saw the one on there today that I'll name this beer later <laughs> over the podcast. The podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout to yeah, yeah, that was really cool too. And then like uh, just tap this one and like uh, I had to like phonetically spell it out like a definition. Uh, Dodi Odi Hopalicious. Right, because it was like everybody love Outcast, right? Spody Odi. That is like one of the great. That song barely has them rapping in it, and it's one of the greatest songs that they ever made. It's like a glorified interlude, right? It really is, kind of. You know, like it's really like predicated around the instrumentation of it more so than like the rapping part of it but i love that song right. frost how's the how's the bacon beer it's great man i honestly i've been here a few times like more than a few times I'm, i haven't had one i don't like yet it's, yeah, it's incredible appreciate that and then you just dropped the video a couple days ago or Dude. yesterday right it's, yeah yeah man now. sometimes i just want to be alone yes man it was uh 
man, that video was incredible, man. We shot, we shot most of it like it was snow raining, like hailing outside. So I had like Armando, you met, you know Armando. Yeah. I had Armando Antonio, VA, who just had a dip out, but and the whole camera crew. We were out there. It was literally hailing. It was hurting us. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, I had all this nice new clothes I bought for the video. I'm right. going to the house full of mud. Oh, and no. Hands can't feel my hands. But it turned out so perfect. And that's just like the energy. Like, I just want to go. Like, that was some rock and roll shit. Like, it was it was so fun. That's what's up. Dude. Thanks to everybody who helped make that video. No, that video was great. It's fucking yeah. good. I, thank you. I text you as soon as I watched it. I was like, all right, I'm going I'm to soak this in, give like four or five less, like watches. I'm like, yeah, this is fucking great. <laughs> we got a little group chat amongst the roommates, and Sean hit us and was like, I think Frost has got a hit on this yeah, one. Sean, yeah, Sean. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I think my up. favorite part of the video was uh, when uh, Homeboy was like, Carrie, you down a sidewalk. I just like, I just got a question, bro. Like, if you broke out of that, why, why'd you just not run home? Why'd you just Because they were playing. <laughs> it was like, oh, I get to rock out. So, so like, the cool part of it, like, the video in my head was, like, um, so when I discussed it with Myron, like, what we were going to create, he wanted to do a short film, but I didn't want to get too far off of a music video aspect. So right. to kind of compromise, like, when I was doing the editing, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this a fucking rock music video just for this part, just mm -hmm. for the hook. So that's when we mixed like all the multimedia in there. When I took a bunch of still pictures, had them jumping around, and had the collages moving, and like half of those shots are still pictures. They're not even really. That was dope, by the way. It kind of yeah. gave me like through the wire vibes when you did that in the middle. <laughs> and, like, yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah I, I had just saw yeah. that, and I was like, oh shit, it's just like my shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, wasn't it sweet to see on that documentary yeah. how like how they actually did that? And, yeah, like, like how the they green did the screen 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 screen. Screen. That yeah. was so tight, man. I cannot get over how much of a juxtaposition I've been feeling with Kanye West lately because so I hate right? everything he's doing in this public persona. I love but Kanye. But I'm so obsessed with that era of Kanye. And, like, this documentary is so fucking brilliant, man. Cootie killed it with a shit. Yeah. Cootie killed it. Killed it. Like, killed killed it. Cootie. It, it makes you ask, like, uh, like the, the talent level that he possesses versus, like, the everyday life that he leads is, like, man, like, the art is so great. Yeah. But then it's everything else where it's like, you know what, I'm going to still listen to every album when it comes out because the art's that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, I'm going to just fly out and say it. All this shit's been a rollout. Oh, yeah. oh definitely. <laughs> I mean, just everything he say does it. is a rollout. Nah, that's that's a fact. Uh, everything's extra, been a rollout. Extra messy, but... <laughs> yeah, genius. <laughs> My only thing with Kanye is it's like, the, the arrogance in him, like, that, that you see a lot now, that's always been there, but it was a little more humbled in this, like, documentary because he's still hungry, you know? He's still trying to get on. Right, he didn't have, so, like, the like, uh, rapping accolades yeah, yet, so right? Yeah, so he couldn't just completely be, like, an a-hole and, and while out because he's still trying to get there. But it, it's all about what Pharrell told him. He said, Dude. you know, even when they start feeling you, doubt yourself. Yeah. Like, I oh, love yeah. that shit. Gems, dog. I love that I love shit. That. It's so full of gems, too. Like, him rapping from, for Jay for the first time, and Jay being like, you know, like, That's incredible, do like, better like this, or yeah. like, like, this is crazy. The, the Benny Siegel, the Benny <laughs> like, Siegel part, like, Benny Siegel's supposed to be on Jesus Walks. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's hard. Like the, Or like Memphis Bleak, because at the time, you're like, it's so weird to look back at it now, because Bleak was so much bigger of an artist than he was at the time. And like, oh, he was like the second Memphis biggest artist on the rock at the yeah. time. <laughs> it's like so wild. Yeah. They're like, or when, uh, who was it from The Rock? Like, one of the label execs 
he's, you know, he's bigging up Kanye, and he's like, this is my favorite rapper producers there is. He's like, like nah. man, fuck that shit. I don't want to be your favorite rapper producer. I, I want to be your Dame. favorite rapper. I think that was, was Dame. Dame yeah, maybe it was Dame. Dame said that. <laughs> but, but, like, even on that first album, you know, he was, uh, like, Kanye was, like, even full of himself enough to, like, put on wax saying, like, uh, that's why me and Dame cool. We assholes. Yeah. That's yeah. why we get your music in fast forward. Like, <laughs> that's my favorite verse, like Kanye. Yeah, it was like even before like the uh, plaques, the Grammys, and yep. bullshit came along. It was like, oh, like obviously he was like confident enough to even put this out there, and like you were gonna eat it up regardless. Yeah. So it's like I mean, because he already had like producer credit and everything like that. He was already there, so that confidence yeah. was always there. It's just yeah. kind of redirecting it into like a new like avenue, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Or, or how about when it just like shows him like rolling up in the studio, Ludacris is in the parking lot writing his verse. Incredible. I'm going to finish this shit out here real quick, then I'll be in it's the probably record. It's top five true. documentaries I've It's, it's so good, man. Yeah. yeah, I really fucking enjoy it. And it just it, that kind of shit is mad inspiring to me to like see where he was at to where the fuck he's at now. Like, you know, given the context crazy. of that scene where he's walking into like Rockefeller offices and shit like that, where he's like playing uh, All Falls Down yeah. and it's not feeling it. So at first it made me feel bad, and then I learned the context behind oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he was kind of an asshole. Time there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Carly like, had heard it 27 <laughs> times. Carly, no one hears no that, more. On top of that, I guess earlier that day, Jay Z just dropped some new shit, so they were like all hands on deck with yeah. that. So they was like, and like the I people that he was playing it for literally don't even make the decisions like that. <laughs> they were like, right, those are the in context. <laughs> now I get it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they on the business side of things and like, dude, you should be taking this to the A and R, right? Yeah, he was taking it everywhere. <laughs> I, liked, I love it. I respect I like the, the hustle. I liked how they showed that scene where he's sitting out in his car, right? And the one dude, like, his one of his boys comes in. He's like, yeah, he wants to get beats from you, but he wants a beat for free. And he's like, man, I'm not getting no fucking beef for free. He's like, I don't care if he's this and I'm that. That's like a dude coming into a TV stores and be like, you should give me a TV for free because I've watched TV the best. <laughs> like, I don't care if you rap the best. You're paying for my fucking beef. Exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, that shit was inspiring, man. I could talk about what When does the third part come out? Tomorrow? Is that tomorrow? I, I think today, actually. Is it today? I, I, what's the, what's I think the it's like Today's the first. It comes out the second, I think. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to watch that shit. No, I love it. It's very inspiring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Super dope. It's it. Somehow we got lost on a Kanye tangent. I don't even know yeah, how we got. Yeah, we were talking about you, and then we got into Kanye. It's okay. I feel like you were comparing me to Kanye. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, totally. That's exactly what it was. Like, Talk that shit. I'm, I'm a completely different Visionary. artist. Like Kanye can never be the artist I am at this point. But he's amazing. Like I, I feel yeah. him. But yeah, so like the music video, like um. It was just, it was a lot of hard work. Myron's, it was actually Myron's idea for that over-the-shoulder shot um, where the, where I was being carried by the guy. Like, he thought of that shit last minute. He was like, I think it would be dope if we could do that because the original shot, I was supposed to be carried by a bunch of people, like, right. like a cross, to really do, like, the cult symbolism. I'm okay. also giving a tally. This is the second time I've seen you knocked out in a music video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's symbolism behind that. It's, it's got a, a little of, sadomasochism in him or something. It's, hit me. Hit me in the it's face. okay. Listen. I like it. I, I, I died in the lake in one, so I like yeah, it. You definitely did. Yeah, you got no, murdered I, up. Actually, on one of our new songs, um, the, it starts off, punch me in the face, tell me I'm too pretty. So, <laughs> it's like Fight Club. You remember? It's like, I just want to destroy something beautiful. Yeah. So that's just like how the devil be trying to get me. He's like, I just want to destroy, destroy something beautiful. But he can't. So that's really like the symbolism behind it. Okay. You feel me? Uh, 
Yeah, I just went into my Kanye moment. I told you, I do that sometimes. Sometimes I just. I you know how I could compare with Frost to Kanye? I feel like someone should be following around Frost, filming him at all times. Y'all do the actually like, like with the like the AV club thing. Like, is there like a more kind of like direction towards like doing a little more like a periodical like documentary of like uh, no. you making the music, the process going into it? A hundred percent. So like everybody has a film background. I've said that before for AV Club. So right, right now I've written two short films. <laughs> And we're gonna, we've started the documentary, but we're going to continue it when we go to the Airbnb to record the album. I bet. Um, when we record the album, we're going to also do the short film. Um, and it's, it's going to be a lot of stuff. We're doing a vlog, which is kind of mixed with a TV show. And I'm also uh, guest hosting a TV show for one of my friends. Uh, he's a tattoo artist. His name is Ink Master Sebastian. Oh, yeah. So okay. that's okay. going to be fire, too. Okay. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I like the layers to that because, like, you know, uh, in today's world, like, uh, you, you have to provide those extra layers of the experience because, like, I forget who it was. I heard this somewhere in the past, but basically they said, like, no matter what, like, the amount of fans you have, you make that uh, entertainment or, like, that product for those people specifically. And, like, that's something that they're looking for from you. So, like, adding that extra thing in there and catering to that and that audience you already have can only grow them within more uh, volume over time, right? No, you're right. 100%. You got to you gotta continuously sell a story to keep people engaged. Mm -hmm. And It's also cool, though, that you do stuff from different avenues because this is something recently out. So there's this podcast. We were talking about it a little bit uh, on the way here. There's a podcast that's being made on Kendrick right now. And he was talking about making To Pimp a Butterfly and how it was going to be vastly different than Good Kid, Mad City, sonically sound. He wanted it to be a real jazz influence. And he said he remembers talking to Jay-Z about it. He's like, I might really piss off and alienate my fan base by my second album. He was like, good, do it now so they can't box you in early. He's like, make your shit always be different. So you get fucking, you got the loyal guys that are going to always follow you no matter what, and then you just broaden your fucking fan base throughout no, that's that. Real. Yeah, that's real. and that's that's the idea. So like VA, he's an extremely ta talented rapper like he definitely has a bunch of different styles like myself. So like you're going to see more music from him, like individual music, music from the group. You're going to see my solo project, you're going to see the group project, and um, you're going to see a lot of stuff from Armando and Antonio as producers as well. So and our film stuff, like everybody can direct. So you're gonna see a lot of different skits, a lot of different films, short films, movies eventually. We got everything being worked on right now. So it's definitely yeah. a movie. It's definitely a movie. I love that, man. That's like the, I feel like that's how you keep them engaged the best. That's why I got. You know, from different I don't angles. listen to Wiz as much as I used to when I was younger. But when I was young and he started doing all those day-to-day -day episodes, I was like, you kind of feel like you're part of his group almost because you're watching yeah. them. You're like, oh, I feel like, like connected to this. Their shit. Yeah, yeah, they were fucking awesome. Right. It made you kind of understand the artist a little bit better. Man, I, I, need to, I need to step on my audio and video here at the brewery, man. That's that was before, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I feel like that was before the social media age, because that was still MySpace around those times when the vlogs were coming out. Mm -hmm. Like, Facebook was starting to be, like, kind of new, but now just with, like, in the TikTok era and stuff like that, Instagram, that kind of almost replaced the vlog in a way. And it I did. Hate, I hate to say it, but it did. It did. Yeah. 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 But uh, also, I think, like audio things probably resonate a lot right now because everyone's so fucking busy and you can like listen to shit like podcasts like on the go as you're fucking moving around you know right. but it's nice to have both options we're because, on YouTube you know, now you can go check our podcast live, out on YouTube uh, yeah, little promo there <laughs> no, <I was> saying, <laughs> no man I was just saying like it's just the attention span of people today is just like lower and lower and that's why I feel like things are coming in more smaller doses and stuff like that so yeah I've noticed that with myself so like 
But nope. how how true is that? Not the cut you off, Neil, but like how true is that when Dude, like a, a, a season of a show drops and people Dude. clear their fucking schedule to sit down and watch <laughs> uh, eight episodes of one hour stuff? Is there a more that's a, fact, that's you a know what? No, I'm, no, I got a question. Is there a more impatient country than the USA? <laughs> oh God, no. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, right? Because like because like I I do agree to a certain extent, but like I don't know where like that dividing We're line is because like people will consume nine hours of yeah. a project that someone took two years to make mm -hmm. in a weekend. Yep. But then, like, they want to have a hard time going watching music video. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, like, I agree with hey, you. People, nothing people more American than binge watching in to 2022. do the things that they want to do. Right. Yeah. Like, it, it's a lot of fluff with people. They'd be like, yeah, I got you, I got you. But people are always going to do with, like, what they want to do. Like, and you just have to pay attention to, like, people's actions more than what they say. Right. Because everyone always does what they want to do. And you can even True. you can see that attention span even like, trickle down to the length of music people make now. Like there used to be like rap songs, other songs. They used to be six minutes long, you know. And now like you get like if you get like a verse and a hook in a second verse, like that's considered a long song now. Oh, like, oh we don't we don't do third verses yeah, in no, uh, third verses anymore. Right. Like that's insane. Like, like, most of my songs are two minutes. So like right. when I rendered out the video and I, it was almost four minutes long, I was like, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> but people are fucking with it. They're watching it, so yeah. it's entertaining. No, so I was well, like, all right, cool, your case is a little bit different because you actually have a storyline. <laughs> if it right. was just like you know at the strip club and shit for four minutes, I'm probably turning that shit at too. Yeah. But it's also like how you consume it too. Like I'm trying to get back to how I used to consume music. I know like now you hear an album, you add the tracks that you like to playlists, and then you just rock with whatever playlists you listen to. I'm trying to get back to when I get home from work, putting on full albums and just like vibing out to the whole project Having the way it was intended to be heard. Physical copies you know goes a long way. You know what I miss? You know what I really miss? Tuesday releases. Yeah. yeah, I miss Tuesday releases really much. Cause like, what really was bad. it like a couple of weeks ago? We ended up, uh, yeah, two, two, two. Like there was a couple artists that like dropped music all on that thing, just cause like the significant of the day. But it yep. fell on a Tuesday where yep. I'm like, yo, I used to remember going to Best that Buy. Store, man. <laughs> a, a Kanye city. was supposed to. Kanye was supposed to drop down to two on that day, no, but it didn't oh, even happen. On the stem player, right? It, it, yeah, was, but it didn't actually it, come it, out on the actual day. It was like two days later. When has Kanye West ever stuck to a release date besides like the first two albums? I was going to say, when he was beefing with 50, he Hold did. On. Here's something I didn't even realize about that stem player thing. I didn't think it was actually going to be a physical fucking thing that you have to order and get in the you mail. Both. I both. thought it was just going to be like an app on your phone. It's both. $200. It's, it's both. <laughs> no, Neil, it's both. Like you, get, you get a digital version and you get the actual physical thing. Yeah, I think I'm good on all. You know what? All right, so. It's it really is. a flashlight. You know what I like to talk about, though. Dude, the Kanye. What is what you're thinking, flashlight? Hilarious. Have you ever seen one? They're hilarious. I feel like we should not talk about that on this podcast. Then again, I went to a whole PG New Orleans story. <laughs> I mean, it's Mardi Gras. Can I, will our sponsor allow this? No, no, worst things have happened at Mardi Gras, I promise you. Oh, that's a fact. We were just talking about that on the way out here now. So you think, like, um, do you think that it's, like, free the nipple out there in Mardi Gras so they're like wilding oh, out with it or do you think it's more of like a reserve I the Me Too movement just happened city, like, I, I think they're less like liberal with it now just cause like cameras everywhere yeah, that's true so you used to have a disposable joint yeah. you gotta go take it to the Walgreens get it developed pick it up two weeks later oh, no 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 god forbid they got the Polaroid on yeah, right. so do you guys think they're they're wearing masks when they flash like are they wearing the mask dude they that actually say, see that's, that's a pro move right there that would, that's a pro 
That's a season like that right move right there. Or you think they have masks on their titties? Oh yeah, right. They got pasties on. They're like COVID. Because like you want the move, but like you don't want to take it home with you tomorrow. Listen, this guy's an innovator. Chestnut checkers. But think about it though. Like, all right, this is like PG-14. Like, if if like. Someone was flashing, but then they just had just a little piece of tape right there. It wouldn't satisfy you. And that's effed up. Is, is that, are terrible. we greedy? It's terrible. We're greedy, or are, we're greedy people. The whole thing's there. It's just yep. a piece of tape, and you're like, nope, that's not That's it. not going to do it. <laughs> you're scrolling through it. Like, not enough. <laughs> it could be perfect. Just like, nope. Could have did more. <laughs> Facts. No, like, why are we like that? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I enjoy, man. Oh, that's a pretty sweet hoodie that girl's got on over there. Which one? Oh, he's got the uh, Detroit Detroit Bad Bad Boys Boys one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got a similar one, but not as cool. Look at that uh, Arctic Circle. Very kid-friendly. Yeah, look at that. Baby carrier, no problem. I, Bring it in. I love this Arctic Circle. Dude. I'm going to have to come back. Dude, you did a great job with this place, Devin. It is yeah, really nice we, we appreciate that, man. It's uh, something that was uh, kind of uh, for the people. Like, uh, And it's still, like obviously, like a bit of a blank canvas. I think every time you come in here, you're going to see uh, something added, something different and whatnot. Like, we dropping wine here in a couple of... Uh, Weeks. Oh, shit, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, some stuff behind the bar is going to end up changing because I got to like, make room for bringing in wine. But, yeah, man, it's uh, it's, it's been weird to you are right, So, the wine the thing, is that, like, something you guys are going to bring in from other places or you guys are making it? I make the wine myself. Oh, shit. It's a simple process. Like, oh, it's it, that. Yeah, that's, it's nothing over the top. I don't have oak barrels sitting in the back for the last 12 mm. months. No, it's, uh, it's a simple process. Maybe down the line, if, like, the uh, popularity of it grows, we'll put a little more uh, effort into it. But it will be quality wine regardless. Hell, yeah. Uh, yeah that's um, something I think about getting more into more often. Like, I drink a lot of it, like, throughout the winter. For some reason, I like wine in the wintertime. I don't know why that is. Make you feel fancy. Maybe, no. maybe it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but I always drink really shitty wine. Like, I'm always drinking, like, bottom barrel wine, like, because I don't really know the difference. I can attest to that. Love, <laughs> I would love to learn the difference about it, because I do kind of find it a little bit interesting. I like the buzz from wine. It's kind of like a happier... I don't like champagne. I don't like champagne at all. I think champagne champagne. tastes like shit. The champagne hangover, nothing uh, tops it. Oh, dude. It is so bad. I love this picture right here, too. (laughs) Isn't that awesome? The De La Soul one? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, uh, we're going to start filling up the wall here. Actually, here's a little uh, spoiler alert. Uh, Next Tuesday, we're dropping another Tuesday beta test, and it'll be uh, based off of uh, Wu-Tang. Oh! Oh, I, I, I won't say the actual name of the beer yet, but uh, we're gonna, we're photoshopping right now. Uh, you know the uh, triumphant video where like, everybody got a, a verse on it. Oh yeah, we're uh, working on something right now yeah. to uh, roll that one out. And like actually, yeah, if you got, we need a, we got a couple spots. We need what uh, thirteen members on that thing. So. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. I think maybe we can put y'all faces on it. Dude, like, I'm, in. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Whatever. Because we're gonna start uh, littering this wall with a bunch of like random uh, photoshops of uh, albums that we Hell all yeah. love I and love enjoy. Yeah. You know what's a good another good theme to keep in mind that's celebrating a pretty big anniversary this year is uh, this year is the 25th anniversary of Biggie's Life After Death album. Shit, 25 already? 25 years, dude. Isn't that crazy? It came out in 97, man. You know what month that was in? I'm not, you know what, let me look that up. I guarantee it has it on here. Yeah, because like I'm trying to think, like, uh, I don't know if that was a summer album. Shit, I was only like seven years old when it came out. Straight up, yeah, I was like 10, I think. Um, let's see, Life After Death. Yeah, Life After Death. Oh, I want to say, like, it had to have been like a spring album for like that one would have been, uh, rolled out. See the spring or early fall. 
Let's see here. March 25th. Wow, it's coming up. Yeah, March 25th, yeah, 1997. End of yeah. this month. Might have to uh, look into uh, dropping something in uh, commemoration of a 25 year. That's crazy. And then that's, uh, man, like. 25 year old. <laughs> Dude, it's starting Gosh. to fuck. It makes you realize that you're getting older when, like, the bands you grew up on are not getting played on, like, classic rock radio stations and throwback oh. jam stations and shit. <laughs> you could dim it over there. Um, but yeah, like it's one of those like uh, he passed when he was what twenty four. Yeah, I think so. Twenty four, twenty five. Right, so that album has outlived him now at this point, wow. and like put that in context, right? Crazy. Right? That's uh, and, and like you can still go back and listen to it, and it's better than ninety percent of the stuff rappers are putting out. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> right <definitely. now. laughs> Yeah, I agree. But anyways, I think we're gonna take a quick pause while we yeah. get video stuff set up, and then we will come back at you with um. Well, something old, something new, and then you'll probably meet Eric on this podcast here. In a oh little yeah, we bit. got we got to reel him in. Um, so we'll reel him in and get some video going, <laughs> and we will be back with you in like five minutes. Hollow. Hold up, look, I'm farted, baby, go slow. My back so I can't party like that no more. Get off the floor, my knees won't let me get that low. What I'm trying to say is like black eyed peas, I'm a bee. Like two pints said, M O B, M O B. Here's more no trees, free my brother C. I'm about to cut the streets and make it bleed. Yeah. Jumping on your couch with my black boots on. Humping uh, on your spouse with my black boots gone. Uh, Tell your mama move behind the back row. Uh, King of the South headed back to his throne. We back up in here. We are welcoming back you to the uh, Beats and Brews podcast after a little bit of a break. Even more chatter in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gotten busy yeah, in man. here. It literally took like 10 minutes and this place filled up. But yeah, we're back. Uh, we got Frost still on the mic here right Hi. now. Yeah, yeah. That I, was a, I really liked that song that was just on. I had so, never heard it. So <laughs> you weren't on the mic when we played the first one. By, so that was also by Galactic, who is a New Orleans band featuring Mystical and Manny Fresh. That dude said <laughs> something about he's 40, go a little slower. Back don't work the same. What? That was fire. I, I really like that song. working like they used to. Dude, I, yeah, really, that's what like, I think that big band music blends with hip-hop so well. Like, E-Man and I were talking about it on the way here, and, like, it was, I've, I've been lucky enough to see some cool New Orleans shit live. And one of the things I saw at Electric Forest was one of the hip-hop artists, like, canceled and they replaced it with something that was so much better. It was the Soul Rebels, who was like a brass band from New Orleans. Uh, and then they did with Jizza and with Talib Kweli performing with them. So that shit was really sweet. Oh, that's fire. Fuck yeah, dude. It was a fucking giant upgrade. You hear like Talib rocking all his sh- songs with a big ass brass band. Yeah, it's pretty I would, tight. I would love to see that. I really would. Yeah, it was tight. I also saw Dr. John once at Bonnaroo. It was Dr. John, uh, the Preservation Hall Jazz Band. He's Bonnaroo. Staples. That's fun to say. Hell yeah. Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo. <laughs> like but anyways, we wanted to come back on here before we sit down, uh, if we can even get to them anymore. It's pretty busy in here with uh, Eric and Devin again. We wanted to get to our Something Old, Something New segment that we do every, uh, every week on the podcast. Um, and we wanted to keep it in theme with New Orleans. So, do you want to start off with it, or do you want me to start off with it for something old? Oh, you can start it off. I think I started off with a home episode. All right. Well, something old. I brought one of the albums here on vinyl for the camera. <laughs> um, a legend in New Orleans. His name is Earl King. The album is called Street Parade. Um, and he is kind of uh, known for being one of the, like the first blues musicians that was really popping out of the city. He's a really well-accomplished uh, guitar player producer 
Um, a lot of his songs got covered by um, New Orleans greats along the way. And he's just kind of like a real big staple. He ended up, he passed away in 2003, I think at like 69 years old or something like that. But his music is definitely a staple of New Orleans. And I'm going to play a little bit of it for you here. Let me uh, find and pull up my playlist here. I wonder if that guy ever wore a sweatshirt. Who? Earl King. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> Here's uh... <laughs> I know where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah, Earl Sweatshirt. Um, here's a little bit of Street Parade. <laughs> here's a little bit of Street Parade out of Earl King for you. Or did he bark like a dog time to time? <laughs> DMX. <laughs> King for you if you can even still hear it over the background shit that's going well, that on. That was incredible. Well. I love <laughs> Isn't that tight, man? I'm going to wake up, have some coffee and a beignet with that tomorrow. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. It's a great album. Fuck yeah. I'm going to buy like four beignets from these guys today. <laughs> <before> I <leave>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got to go get some of those. I'm fucking getting hungry. But anyways, E-Man, what you got for something old for us? Man, I listen to a lot of, uh, I was actually listening to a lot of New Orleans music. I was listening to Fats Domino's in the car like yeah. when I was like, yeah, I was listening to that. I was listening to Louis, Louis Armstrong. Yep. I think we're going to get into the currency one later. That's a big yep, jump, definitely. by the way, in decades. Definitely. I know that. I'm aware. Uh, listen to a little bit of Master P. Listen to some Juvie. But the album I actually want to talk about is one I never really listened to straight through. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it in the spirit of uh, hip-hop because, you know, that's our base. Yes, that's our core. I'm going to go uh, Mystical's Tarantula album, December yeah. 18, 2001. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, man. Uh, Tarantula is the fifth studio album by New Orleans-based rapper Mystical. I'm reading off of Wikipedia, by the way. Uh, released on December 18, 2021 by Jive. Uh, the production was done by Rockweiler, Scott Storch, Medicine Man, Neptunes, and featured artists like Juvenile, Damn, Butch Cassidy. Yeah, yeah, he had that. Yeah, he had, oh, yeah, there's one particular track. I'll, we'll play that one. That had some uh, Pharrell production on okay. it. Okay. Uh, the album received a positive perception, yada, yada, yada. The one thing I didn't know that I was actually reading about, in 2003, oh, wait, went on to go certified gold by the RIAA for selling over 500,000 copies in 2003. Damn, good for him. Uh, Tarantula received two nominations at the 45th Annual Grammy Awards for, well, I didn't, holy shit, I didn't know that. Uh, for best ma uh, best male rap solo performance for Bouncing Back, keep keep bumping me against the wall. Oh shit! Yeah, that's a, yeah. <laughs> that was a fucking. That's hit. a pretty good mystical yeah. you just did there. Yeah. <laughs> that could be. He, he, just, a foot on right now. he just developed a new style. <laughs> be <like>. cool. <laughs> e man has evolved. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, dude, I really enjoy it straight through. It, you, the only thing is like. 
I hate listening to certain things because it does sound a little bit dated. I gotta say, like going back to 2001, but for the era, it was definitely fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. Because this is like juvenile, like, well, 400 Degrees came out, what, like 98, 99? That was, yeah. Uh, yeah, taking over from the 99 to He's yeah, like the father of mumbo rappers. He really was. Is juvenile? No, mystical. Oh, oh mystical. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Juvie, too. I was talking about Juvie. Juvie. Yeah, I was going to say, mystical was saying words. <laughs> no, Ju- sure. I'm, I'm talking about Juvie. <laughs> yeah, no, I kind of agree. He was kind of hard to understand. He had that thick ass accent. That's you know what's kind of crazy about not Mystical? Like a far off thing to say. I feel, like, I feel like Shake Your Ass by Mystical is the first time I ever remember seeing Pharrell in anything. I came in with At my least for me. Don't let me leave you with a foot off of your feet. Cool. cool. Like, he was really a pimp. Like, <laughs> that's, that's such a wild opening line. Sheesh. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> what should I play for the people out of here? Oh, man. Uh, actually, what was that Pharrell track? It was, Bouncing back? Oh, shit. <laughs> Frost. What up, though? I was reading some shit. Just, I was, like, just scrolling. There's a thing. So Nathan Rablin, Nathan Rablin of the AV Club found the album more focused. What? <laughs> yeah, it says that right here. Oh, man. I don't know. Oh. We're in the Matrix. We're fucking time <laughs> traveling, dude. All right, I'll, I'll, I, won't, I'll, I won't go any farther. What now. do you want me to play out here, even? You know what? Let's go with that. I lie. Let's go with that Method Man Red Man track. That yeah. shit is way too hard. Do I get to pick yeah. a song too? Yes, yes absolutely. Yeah. Okay, as long cool. as it's New Orleans. I got I got two in my head. I don't. I know the title of one. I don't know the title of the other. <laughs> so we'll we'll leave it up to what you guys pick. Well, here's a little bit of I get started by Mystical featuring Method Man and Red Man. Mystical, what up, Yo, for our YouTube audience, the lights are on beat right now. Don't add up. I say what kid down. Can't drop, can't flop. Most of all, I can't stop. For copyright purposes. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a big label that owns that one. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty big song. Um, but yeah, fuck yeah, dude. That shit sounds so good. How is Method Man? Like, Method Man still sounds that hungry on new tracks. Like, it's crazy. Like, I love Method Man so much. He has he no is. reason to be as good as he is still. <laughs> the cow. <laughs> Shout out Method Man, man. He just, like, he just, yeah, he got it. Whatever it is, he got a lot of it. Frost, what was it that you had in your head, my friend? Uh, let's go with Hollywood Divorce. Oh, oh, dude, Hollywood Divorce, Outkast, Lil Wayne. Yeah, man. Fucking everybody on that shit. Hollywood The other one was the whole world. Is that the same song? And Nah, that's one with Killer Mike. And Dungeon Family. It was either that or this. They both go, though, like with the New Orleans tune. I actually covered that song once at a show. 
That song was fucking, uh, yeah, that shit was hard as fuck. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with this track, Hollywood Divorce is a track off the Outcast Idlewild soundtrack, which is a phenomenal fucking movie that Outcast made. Phenomenal album as well. And a phenomenal album as well. Like, it's a really good. Idlewild They, they don't really have too many songs where they're on the same song on the album. It's kind of when they started to do, like, the breakup thing. Well, actually, I think it's, is it before or after uh, Love Below, Speaker Box? It was after, this is after Speaker Box, yeah, Love yeah, Below. Yeah, I think it was, but they were kind of still on their separate shit. But this song has them, Snoop Dogg, Lil Wayne. I mean, Wayne. even in the movie, they're on separate paths, if you think about it. That, that's true. That's a good point. That is a good point. Anyways, here's a little bit of Hollywood Divorce out of Outcast. Just kidding. Give me one second. I didn't want to pull that up. Or Just something. one more second, guys. There it is. Panther. Here we go. Uh. Andre 3000 goes off on this For sure, right? I mean, just a little bit. It's that deep frost on you in the rain. I would love to rock out Andre's verse, but I can't let a whole Outcast song go. It's New Orleans, not Atlanta Day. But that definitely had New Orleans on it. Yes, dude. I'm. Like, when Lil Wayne was rapping like that, nobody was messing with him. Oh, my God. Nobody could touch that boy. It's crazy. What? He's been coming through with some crazy ones lately. He was just on the Conway album, right? Yeah. I got to hear that then. Did he he spaz? He's been on, like, every feature he's had, like, the past year he fucking killed. I have just not been listening. He's on the Conway album. It's him, Rick Ross, and Conway on the same track. It's fucking fire. Yeah, it's really good. Um, The only one I didn't like was the Weekend feature. Out of all the Lil Wayne features that came out the past year. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, even that then, that makes more sense yeah, yeah, yeah. now. But yeah. Yeah. you know, it's also something to note about that Idlewild soundtrack. Before we get off that, um, is I think that soundtrack is the first time we heard anything out of Janelle Monae. She's featured on ever? that song. Ever was Tightrope already out by? No, then? hell no. It was fucking like that's like 15 years before that shit. <laughs> Maybe not 15. No. But it came out in 2000. And, Tightrope came out in 2010. Idlewild came out in what? Was it 2010? Yeah. Damn. I was like, oh, six? Something like that, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So it's like way before she even like popped as a solo artist. She was hanging around Big Boy a lot then. Um, but yeah, that's, a, that's another great one for you. 
Oh six, yeah. Yeah, oh six. Good call. Um, but anyways, onto something new. So we've been saving this one for a little bit because we wanted to save it for the New Orleans episode. And it's the new currency album with uh, Alchemist. Alchemist. Yeah. Um, it's really well this done. This is the best I've heard out of Wiz in a long time. I just want to throw oh, it yeah, out yeah. there. Wiz sounds great on that. <laughs> yeah, I just want to throw it Everyone out there. Everyone featured on here. Styles P's got a great verse. Boldy James has a great verse. Um, who else? Havoc. Havoc and Wiz are on the same song. I don't and know. Havoc Dude, I love like it. when Alchemist locks in with one rapper. I do and too. It's just like it's just such a good like story throughout. Like I was listening to Techno Super Techno Bowl. I know we're supposed to listen to all New Orleans shit. Ah, uh, it's all right. But I did listen to Super Techno Bowl earlier yeah. today, and I'm just like. Dog, I'm, it's just he's so just good. fucking riding on this shit. And he doesn't like, make anything dope. that, like, he doesn't make conventional hip-hop beats. Like, he makes shit that's, like, that he wants to listen to. And I think that's why Alchemist has had such staying power in hip-hop. Like, because he really fucks with the shit that he fucks with. I think <laughs> we were just talking about, like, when you have, like, that core... We were talking about off-mic. When you have, like, that core following and that core fan base and stuff like that that are, you know you don't really have to change too much and they're always still going to listen to you currency definitely is one of those people that have that where Absolutely. it's just like we know what you're gonna get like you know what you're getting for a currency album you can either you know learn to love it or you know fuck with it or you know it's just not for you so mm -hmm. it's not a big deal yeah. yeah no i think this is like and i think this is currency actually even stepping up his game i feel like certain producers make rappers do that shit yeah and i feel like he wanted to come in here and be like oh, i gotta fucking prove this shit to havoc or, i mean to, to alchemist um but yeah, he's even got a Detroiter on this Baby bad boy. Face he's Ray. got Babyface on this fucking album. So shout out to Babyface Ray, who also has an and album. And Larry out. June. Larry June, Boldy. Although I prefer Boldy James to Larry June. They sound very similar. <laughs> I think Boldy's a better storyteller. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, you're right. But Boldy James, I mean, Boldy James is definitely a better storyteller. Larry June is more like, it's kind of like, it's almost like stunt rap, but it's not definitely really. It's definitely stunt rap. It's 100% stunt <laughs> rap. He's stunting on most of his shit. But I wanted to play the track with Boldy since we are Detroit and we're uh, celebrating New Orleans and I feel like they have a kindred spirit. So we're going to play a little bit of No Yeast out of this bitch. Larry June said, I've never had a job. My credit's 750. On that new Conway song with Lil Wayne, he says, I kill the pussy. My dick needs teardrop tats. <laughs> He did say that. Yes, he did. On the Conway Lil Wayne album. said that. Lil Wayne said that on the Conway album. That's a perfect Lil Wayne bar. <laughs> it's such a Lil Wayne bar. But anyways, here's no yeast out of these boys. Um, we're really excited that they added a Detroit date, by the way. Here's them. Mr. What a B, too. Blackwell. Quiet taste for the finer things, the finer cuisine. My others do it online for the strings, posting comments and memes. Let us sign when that money counter to chain. It's concrete, you know the drama we bring. Me and kind of machine, embody the mafia thing. What else? Now my dummy here, Louboutin is supreme. Are you in Detroit, Motor City? I run DMC. These niggas better get down with the kings. Six mile Bronx. From Scony Island to Queens They got me back in my Quran on my knee A hundred pints of the clean Hold up a three remiss the Sprite with codeine Look how the light hit off the ice when it gleamed Before the shines and the bling Was 96 dang shining Kareem Shot Johnny around the corner from my auntie with Lynn Ladder in my double nine M Glock with the beam He had him thinking he was him But shit is not what it seems Concrete Who you know most streeter than me 
With no yeast, so street A nigga everything he seeming to be Read him in wheat, we open shop And no tea on the spree This concrete to Bodhi blocks The king of the D How she in love, still sleeping with me 200 vibes, 2050s, 1000s I was keeping it G Now who you know, most streeter than me but no yeast, so street A nigga, everything he seen uh, A quick pause so we can get the currency A face intersecting like a figure Eight homies in competition, bro I ain't know that this was a race I thought that we was in it for the cake That's that gold trimming on these plates These ain't microwaves, safe, baby Conventional oven, still cook up the old way Pen and pad, my logo in the buck holders on my weed bag Packaging affect the prices Plus they calling anything's outside that bullshit Hyping, I'm an OG Bro, I smoke that chronic, I pull up something iconic Bone fine and sipping wine in Napa Valley When I found it, hell bent on driving it Heaven sent me to buy it I keep money piling up and feeding all of my desires She drowning I just want to keep listening to this shit yeah. <laughs> I forgot, like, his, his voice, he got it It's just, so it's good, just like one of those ones you just throw it on the background You just be going You right? just tap hey, into that vibe you you know, be like, It's real crazy, too, because if you think about the history in New Orleans music you know, Even like E-Man just mentioned, Louis Armstrong, whose prominence was in the 20s. He's fucking made music in the 20s. That sound, even though currency is much removed from what Louis Armstrong sounds like, you still feel it, it's a, It's a very, I mean... You still feel it, you know what I mean? I mean, that's the thing about music. It's just, the new generation, I mean, new generation's always gonna get hate from the old generation, but the new generation's always gonna take something yeah, from yeah. the old generation and make their spin on yeah. it. I mean, that's when you think about stuff like, say, like, rock and roll to, like, you know what? What may be like the grunge to what oh, may yeah, be the pop, sure. like stuff like that, or even like jazz to like hip hop. Yeah, I mean, there's always compared or to like ragtime to jazz to hip hop. I should say well, yeah. it's like the better or comparison. Even, and but, how yeah. quickly the sound switches. Like right. I was just like d- completely different than currency in them, but I'm watching that Pam and Tommy show. But it's kinda, it takes <laughs> I love pl- that show, it, dude. I do too. It's great. But anyways, right. it takes place like 10 years after like the real success of Motley Crue, right? And they're fighting that demon too. They're trying to stay relevant as Motley Crue when the whole grunge scene has now come in, and that's the sound people want to hear. Yeah, they don't want to fuck shit. with that hairband shit anymore because yeah. everyone's listening to Nirvana and uh, Pearl shit Jam like that. You know and, what I mean? Yeah. So it's like quick, like the sound. You got it's hard to stay in that, you know, in that pocket and remain relevant. Music is a lot like football with how quickly shit, you know, like. You're, you could be here today, and three years later, you're fucking gone. No, and, and pe- <laughs> it's people like currency that, and going back to like just having that consistent like core following yeah, people yeah. that are just gonna fuck with you. No matter the times gonna change, you always can either like either adapt to the times and mm-hmm. kind of do your own thing, or you can just stay like, a, you know, stay you yeah. type deal. I mean, and currency people- ain't no spring chicken either. He's like, he's got to be in his forties now, I would think. I mean, there's artists. I mean, there's artists that take the routes of like tapping in with the younger sound and stuff Definitely. like that. And he's good I mean, with that. That's the thing. He's like great that. with that. Yeah, absolutely. And there's the ones that kind of just like kind of do their own thing Shit. and stuff Look like that. You. And they kind of back to Conway the Machine that we were just yeah. talking about. Conway just celebrated his 40th birthday, and this is his debut major label wow, release. Wow, that's fire. That's fucking fire, right? That's yeah. fire. I think that's cool because it also proves that you don't like, especially in hip hop, ageism is crazy in hip hop. Like. You're supposed to be a young cat to be a hip hop rapper or a hip hop artist, right? Who do you think? You don't uh, need to do that anymore. Who do you think like is actually older than they say they are? I feel like there's, I there's feel like industry ages are some a of them. Fun, there sure. definitely is some of them. There's definitely some people you're like, this guy looks like he's 45 years old. I feel like you feel that in sports sometimes too. Remember Greg Oden? Remember when he was playing for Greg Ohio Oden. State? 
He looked like he was 45 years old in, a, in college. Like, that motherfucker was huge. <laughs> Full-ass beard. Jake Long, the Michigan. <laughs> Jake right, Long. Yeah. Jake Long. I guess athletes is an exception because they are, like, superhuman beings. Yeah, and they're, like, twice the size. Different hormones and shit. <laughs> different <For> genetics. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I think that's all I had for something old, something new. Um, I do want to mention I caved in after... Three years of holding off on it, I we, I caved and listened to Tank and the Bangas finally. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, they're good, dude. <laughs> they actually got some good stuff. Um, you don't some... know my story with Tank and the Bangas. <laughs> Let me hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so they have an album called Green Balloons that came out in 2019. That sounds familiar. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that compared to what I did in 2018, and it's the same exact fucking concept. So I stopped listening. It's the same name, really. It's, it's the same concept. They talk about how egos inflate stuff with the green balloons and stuff. They, they talk about the same thing. Oh, were they? I don't. Yes. I didn't even listen to the albums. <laughs> Are y'all still recording right now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm talking about taking the bangers. No, I actually really enjoyed their album. I, I really want to throw that out there. I actually really enjoy their music. I was just had a personal grievance, even though they don't know who the fuck I am. <laughs> Before we switch gears here and throw these 12 questions that we got at these business owners that are sitting across from us. I would be remiss if I didn't mention some of the legendary New Orleans artists um, that you know are humongous for the scene and Talk that about it. we did not play know. about it about it once. Uh, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I think one mystical song came on in the middle of this yeah, mix. Yeah, 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 we were listening to Shake Your Ass. But um, I just want to mention quickly Rebirth Brass Band. I want to talk Don Richard, who was in Danity Kane, who now makes a lot of fucking great R&B shit that's centered around New Orleans style stuff. Obviously, Trombone Shorty, Dirty Dust and Brass Band, Dr. John, Eric Neville, uh, Harry Connick Jr., Irma Thomas, who has, like, anyone that knows who love is, is, like, one of my favorite songs ever. The Meters, Fats Domino, Jelly Roll Morton, uh, The Soul Rebels. Uh, I mean, the list goes on. Alan Toussaint, Earl King, as we mentioned before, and obviously Lil Wayne and all the uh, New Orleans rappers, Master P., Manny Fresh, Soldier Slim, Juvenile, uh, Jay Electronica, Jay. also. <laughs> so yeah, they, there's, the the list is deep, and I just wanted to mention them all. But um, we do have a fun little game that E-Man planned out for Devin sitting across from us. Yeah, know, sorry, like, uh, over no, so Eric is uh, a little tied up. So like we have yeah, right dude, now, you guys got really busy. No, no, he's cool. So like uh, Eric's over there talking to a, a city representative who's oh. trying to do a fundraiser here. Oh. Uh, and I was like, hey, yo, you take care of that. Oh, he got real shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You take care of that. Make sure the check clears and like, oh, <laughs> no, no, you got big money shit going. No. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do it. We got to make sure our sponsor's check clears. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Got bills to pay. Secure the bag. All right, let's do it. All right, so this game. Uh, I'm gonna call this dyslexic. Twenty-one questions. It's twelve questions. <laughs> my, my, 50, my favorite Fifty Cent song. Twelve yep. questions. <laughs> he knows. He knows. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to throw 12 questions at you, all New Orleans-based. It's just this or this. <laughs> so you prefer this over this one, and it's just lightning round. I like we it. We used yep. to do this on the podcast, like, early on. We kind of stopped it. We might have to go back into it every now and again because it's kind of hilarious. Anyways, I'll let E-Man take over. All right, because New Orleans is famous for being haunted, would you rather stay in a haunted house or a haunted brewery? 
uh, haunted brewery because like I don't want the spears lurking around my bed sheets. Like I can yeah. like it's cool if it's like it's gonna pop up in the restroom, but like I mean, but you put in a lot of time here. There's a lot of there's a lot of grain outs that happen, a lot of orders, and stuff like that. Absolutely, but like at some <laughs> point you gotta like go to sleep peacefully. Yo, it's true. Ghosts in a brewery might help you come up with some sweet recipes. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, they could be like ghosts in Neapolitan. Alright. Facts. Press, what about you? Well, I guess I let me say stew. I mean adjusted. Yes. Okay, adjusted. Ha- haunted house or haunted. Let's go yeah, let's go studio. Fuck. Um I mean shit. I guess in your case it'd be the basement too. I mean that includes t- talking that. to Kurt Cobain. I'm like, hey bro, what do you think about this? That's what I'm saying. I don't think I'd, I'd prefer being in a I'd pay money to go to a haunted but studio. It, has, it can't be in my house. It has to be like no, I mean, a studio that I can choose oh, no. to go to. Are we talking about like talk to, are you God, talking about like having like a seance in the studio? No, I'm just I'm kidding. Like, what, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> All right. The French Quarter of Bourbon Street. I've never been. Oh man. French Quarter. First quarter, like uh, Bourbon Street's for rookies. That's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. By uh, the way, I heard everything else is like I, uh, the, the real shit happens. I did leave out a part of my New Orleans story. There was a time where, where we walked from Bourbon Street to the casino, like with hand grenades in hand, <laughs> like oh, double fisting. Oh, yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a great feeling. No public intoxication in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I, I like this spot, but let me get this uh, beer to go because it's something lit. Yeah, I walked into Rite with that bitch. <laughs> There's actually an old Hannibal Burris stand up where he talks about oh, yeah. going to fucking New Orleans and he's like, my favorite thing to do is to go into a bar and be like, let me get a drink. To go though, because your bar fucking sucks. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've, uh, animal, you know, uh, animal furnace is the name of the album. I think <laughs> I, remember, I remember that one. It is. All right, so the big band sound, or are you more like a solo artist? So like that could be hip hop, that could be. Man, I, I feel like you can't have one without the other, right? Like, no. uh, but, like. S- s- hip hop is based well, off I mean, of samples, like, what you, right? Yeah, I'm gonna say like, what would you rather listen to? Uh, I mean, it's my blood for like the hip hop shit, right? Like, yeah. sure. <laughs> so. For sure. Yeah. It's t- it depends on the vibe, but right yeah. now, big band <laughs> shit. I'm on that shit. Big okay. band shit right now. I am too. Like, for me as a listener, I think I'd rather see big band shit live, but live, I listen to more yeah. hip hop shit. Right? <laughs> Red beans and rice or fish and grits? Oh, shit. You got this one, Frost. <laughs> <laughs> fish and grits or shrimp and grits? Shrimp and grits, yes. Shrimp and grits. Sorry, I wrote that wrong. Can I, can I, I combine them and go fish and rice? No. Or fish and rice. Red <laughs> <laughs> right. beans and rice with a, some shrimp. No, shrimp and grits for sure. I'm red beans and rice, man. Personally. A, a good good bowl of beans and rice is it's, it's just comfort food. Delicious. All right, yeah, y'all yeah. got to come to my crib. I gotta, I'm going to be like Prince. I'm going to make you all shrimp and grits. And then whoop your ass in some foosball. I, I, I'll, I'll bring the red beans and rice. We'll yeah. make it a thing. I'm telling you. Like, all right. I'll change your mind. Because we're in the state of Michigan. We are doing New Orleans theme, but we are in the state of Michigan. So I got a very conflicting thing for us. Po' boys or pasties? Po' boys. Po' boys. For me, it's a pasty, bro. I fucking love them. It's just a, it's a, it's a childhood memory thing. My mom used to make them all the time. I like pasties. They're just too dry for me. Like you need like a Dude, dipping sauce. You gotta have a, like on the ketchup side. or well, some shit on it. You gotta have a good you gravy know. in them, and you can't overcook them. You know or I don't fuck with them. You overcook them. <laughs> I, I've always thought until now, I've thought they were pasties. <laughs> like I, that's I, the I, shit you put I, over I nipples. Ignorant. I thought like, I'm like, oh, let me go try them pasties. Pasty, pasty, tomato, tomato, whatever. Let me get one of the pasties. All right, let's go. Shrimp again or crawfish this time? It depends on what it's all, man. 
I'll, I'll take I mean, like in general. Crawfish. 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 Oh, you know, it's, it's a lot of extra work for, like, not that much meat. For, like, the same <laughs> meat you get off a of shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree on that. That's, the, that's my only gripe with crawfish ever. If we're eating sushi, I'm going crawfish over shrimp. Yeah. So we're going oh, well, to yeah. take crawfish. Have you ever been to uh, Houston? No. Yeah. Oh, I've been man. to Houston. So, like, uh, there, there's, like, a huge Vietnamese population down there. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. It's, but, like, they still take on a lot of, like, the southern Creole cooking. So they'll, like, a lot of, like, the uh, Vietnamese spots would do Vietnamese spice Crawfish boils and it's the most fire thing oh, I've ever man. That sounds incredible. That sounds good. When we going to Houston, man. All right. So, because New Orleans has you know French descent, so it'll be right to ask this one. I feel like I know everybody's answer, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Beignets or biscotti? Beignet. Beignets. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah, beignet all day. I gotta give me a beignet. Biscottis are dank because they do make like chocolate dipped ones, and those are pretty fun. Fire, but I, I feel like I only ever have Buscatis when I'm like on spirit. That's all. <laughs> 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 That's a fact. With some weak ass coffee. Yeah. Can I get a good coffee? Wait, spirit? They get they, they give you food at spirit? I, I, I didn't even know that. I, 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 I said like the plus sure. seating one time. <laughs> I'm like, you must have you must have got like the exit row or some oh, shit, like the hookup. No, the first, they, the they first just charged them an extra ten dollars. They were like Buscatis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two hundred dollars for my one bag. <laughs> All right, let's go Master P or Birdman. As a rapper or I'm a going business with owner? P. Yeah, Master yeah. P. Mm, I got to go. go P all the way. P I'm going Master way. P. As a, Either way we go P. Yeah, both, actually. For me, like, <laughs> there's no one that did what No Limit did in the 90s. Like, that motherfucker literally had, like, at the same time, they put out 26 albums by different artists he on New L- the Limit. An ice cream truck at <laughs> yeah. 19 and was selling his <laughs> shit out of it. Think, I think Master P could, Master is P's the master class on how to hustle. Like, oh, literally. 100%. 100%. <laughs> no, like, uh, I, I, there's so many things about, like, them two that overlap, but, like, I can never pick Birdman because of how dirty he does so many of his artists. That's true. That right? is true. And whereas, like, Master P is, like, overall, like, everybody that was around him ate. Yep. Ate good. And they both, like, at that time, and I know a lot of hip-hop purists hated No Limit and Cash Money in the 90s, but, man, that was the biggest shit moving in the 90s was Cash Money Taking over no for the 9-9 in the 2000s. I guarantee you, like, I, w- I almost want to go to that Scarface, Juvie, Mystical show just so I can see back that ass up live. They, they coming into town? So, yeah. Dude, it's Scarface, Uncle Luke from uh, fucking well, yeah, 2 Live Crew, crew. crew uh, Mystical, uh, Ying Ying Twins, and Juvie. Say less. When we going? <laughs> I think it's coming to the Fox Theater. Dude. Oh, and Scarface. And fucking Scarface. Yeah, no, like, I need go, to be there. I'll go just for Facebook. By the way, <laughs> I do love that. Oh, I just want to throw this out there, and this has nothing to do with New Orleans, but I, we were talking about currency earlier. Not currency. We were talking about Conway earlier. <laughs> and I do love that Benny Siegel was rapping again. I just want to throw it out. Fuck yeah. yeah. You can tell Benny's on an album, he's on, Conway? He's yeah. Track one. Oh, no, track, sure. Okay. Intro. Oh, you can tell, that. like, he's got the head problem with his vocal, and you can kind of tell his voice sounds way different than it did back then, but like it was dope that he had. I, I posted that on my Instagram story. I'm like, he's got beaning on the fucking opening Beans track. Opening. This is gonna be the hardest album I've ever heard in my life. Right, dig it. <laughs> Let's go as a label, and that's just label an artist on the label. Uh, cash money or no limit? Cash money. Yep. As of how, like, as knowing how label. everything, knowing how as everything, everything played out, out now, yeah, yeah cash as money. a label, they got, they got, they got Drake, Nikki, and fucking Wayne. I mean, 
I wouldn't no even argue. I was thinking about original members. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I mean, boys, not the longevity. Yeah. Like, Hot Boys had a run. Like, like we gotta we gotta pay attention to that. Right. So yeah, cash money. See murder, hold your head. Gotta gotta. Gotta gotta. Alright, so none of the one of these songs have anything to do with New Orleans as far as origin. But I do love the fact that New Orleans is a big voodoo city, so mm-hmm. I decided to throw a little bit of a super superstition at you. Okay. Let's go voodoo child versus black magic woman. <laughs> that's funny, man. <laughs> Dude, that's actually a hard because Jimmy black Hendrix. Magic woman. Jimmy Hendrix versus Santana. Jimmy, Jimmy's Santana. probably my favorite rock and roll artist of all time. Santana's but my favorite I guitarist. I think that Black Magic Woman is. I like that song better than Voodoo Child. I think it's a better song head to head. I do too. Agreed. Yeah. I think we all (laughs) agree. I love Black Magic Woman personally, but I do love Voodoo Child too. But I think I like that a little bit more. I was lucky enough to. uh, Too bad I like Jimmy died way before I was fucking born. But I was actually lucky enough to see Carlos, and I got to see him play Black Magic Woman, and that shit was fucking awesome. (laughs) He's just like like a 15 minute guitar solo. (laughs) Oh yeah. And yo, Carlos Santana's (laughs) wife is his drummer. She is a bad Word? motherfucker, bro. She is so good at drums. It's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, shout out to her. I don't know her name. I should know that by now. I'll look it up and tell you on the next podcast. Did I ask uh, Jambalaya and Stir Fry yet? I don't no. think so. A jambalaya or Stir Fry? Jambalaya. Jambalaya all day. I don't know that I have a race or a, a card in this race yeah. because I don't know that I've ever had jambalaya before. <laughs> you never had jambalaya? It makes me think of any given Sunday. Did you like the jambalaya? Did you like the jambalaya? <laughs> jambalaya is a fish-based food, right? Mm, it's sausage and stuff, too. Oh, is it sausage yeah. or something? Yeah, like okay. sausage, it's the holy so trinity. Uh, it's like a mix. It's just like, honestly, jambalaya, I feel like the origin is just like a bunch of leftover shit that was in the refrigerator, and they just kind of made it's it. Kind of it's kind of like gumbo. It's Nor- yeah. Nor- New Orleans chili. Yeah, okay. Right. Uh, based on the description. But like a tomato base within the rice. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. based on your description, even though I've never tried it, I'm going to go with jambalaya because stir fries <laughs> is kind of, you know, what the fuck yeah. ever. I love stir fries. It's a dime a dozen. Yeah. But I do, I do, I really can fuck with a good jambalaya, but I do love stir fries. <laughs> All right. And then finally, let's keep in the spirit of music. Uh, let's go juvie or mystical. Mystical. Juvie. I'm going to say juvie as well. <laughs> juvie. I'm going to say juvie as well. Like, my biggest issue with Mystical always was like he was a lot like Silk the Shocker, where like it could never rap on the beat to me. Uh, it's like aesthetically, like it never sounded that good to me. But like I always liked the beats, so like, yeah. I would listen to the song regardless. Yeah, see, I liked him on yeah. certain things, <laughs> but I feel like all right. So the I reason I'm picking, understand him. well, okay. there's that, there's that too. Yeah. But the reason I picked Juvie is because Juvie's still is rapping really well. Like him and Birdman put out an album like two years ago and Juvie was fucking on fire. So I'm gonna give it to Juvie for that for that purpose alone. I agree. I was gonna go Juvie. Juvie had like I mean mind you now given information that Mexico had a Grammy nom and everything like that, but every I, I feel like Juvie's Juvie gotta have here's the thing, here's right? the here's the thing about Juvie, because it's like I'm thinking about the twenty one Savage album that recently came out and that cover was just so influential. That whole era was 100%. just oh, yeah. so influential. What was the name of the company that did all those uh, album covers, like a pixel print? Yep. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah dude. Those were so popular. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm thinking about, like, not just music, but cultural influence is a big thing and like, stuff like that. <laughs> and like you said, like the old like the old school Eds, like, hated that era so much. Like, especially in 90s, because you're coming off of, like, Biggie and Tupac yeah. and stuff like that. So that whole era was just so different because it, was, it wasn't necessarily it was gangster rap but it was like done in like such a like party tone in a yeah, way. yeah yeah was mystical the first mumble rapper 
Dude, that's what we were just. We were literally we were, just we were that. arguing that. <laughs> off we were saying. No, we're talking about Juvie. Oh, Juvie. We're talking about Juvie. Yeah. I think that both of them kind of were. Little Wayne was mama rapping too at the time. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm like, trying to think of like the Block of Hot album. No, what was the one before Block of Hot? Uh. Which he was getting off yeah, on. I don't even remember. But he was definitely mumbling. They all kind of. I think oh, we all. I out. think. All right. So us Northerners. And you know, from people from the Midwest, I think all of us at one point kind of considered Southern rappers. All of them were kind of mumble rap to us. Yeah, because yeah, you, you didn't know, understand like the slang the and dialect. Yeah, it, it wasn't like really. <laughs> Outcast was like Outcast the first like around, Southern one. There was like ninety. South got something to say. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got one more for you guys. So we'll make it thirteen. Uh, <laughs> this is more of a cocktail one. You never been. You've been in New Orleans, right? Oh shit, Devin, you okay, so this is just for you. <laughs> Hurricanes or hand grenades? Hurricanes. Hurricane? Yeah, yeah. Uh I like the taste of a hurricane more than I would like a, a yardstick of a grenade. There's a photo of me floating around getting photobombed by a cop in the middle of downtown New Orleans holding a hand grenade, and the cop is on a horse. <laughs> I've had a hurricane before. Can you tell me what a hand grenade is? Hand grenade, I'm glad you said that. I actually have that cute. So it is vodka, gym, or, oh, sorry, vodka, gin, rum, green liquor, and pineapple juice. I'm going with a hand grenade, bro. I'm going with a hand grenade. That sounds better. A hurricane's a frozen drink, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, because a hurricane's basically yeah. like a daiquiri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, pretty much. I like gin a lot, so I'm going gin. I like the fucking hand grenade. That sounds like a trifecta of hell. And I've had one. And it's, yeah, I don't know I if I need the mix of vodka in there. I think you can just double up the fucking gin. Call it a day. I don't <laughs> Those really are need rookie it. numbers. <laughs> you got a fucking gin on a gin. Dude, just recently, I was just telling E-Man this. Like, I don't ever, I don't enjoy wine glasses or martini glasses. But I was at a bar, and I don't have, like, a good liquor drink anymore. I know what beer I like, but I'm like, I don't know what I want anymore. Right. I was like, dude, th- th- we go to Keesling by our house, where they have all the greatest bartenders and mixers Devin, and we, shit. Yeah, we, we pulled, we pulled up. There. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. So I, think, I was like, dude. We, no, we've never been to Keesling. Fuck. I was like, yeah. I know I like gin. We Make me something with gin. Like, and he brought me a gin martini Castalia. with a twist. Okay. It was fucking amazing. I'm like, I never had a martini before. <laughs> this is actually really fucking good. And he's like, dude, it's like all booze. I'm like. No wonder why I feel drunk after the one of them. Thanks. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, gin martini with a twist. That's my new shit. Shout out to uh, Keesling. Castalia was really good. Castalia, we yeah, man. Oh my god, that place is dope. So they what place? This place in uh, Cass Corridor called Castilla. Is it Castilia's or Castalia's? It's probably Castilia, but I call it. Castilia. I, I don't know. Anyway, it's in Cass <laughs> Corridor. What they do is they they had, like these make these like crafted cocktails, but they pair them with like aromas. Okay. And it's like the scent's like on a flower or on a stick or something like that. So you're supposed to like waft get like it. The, waft it. <laughs> yeah. So I guess it'll be like the esters of beer or like <laughs> for the cannabis crew because now now terpenes are a big thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like you get like those aromas to it, and then you're supposed to drink the beer, and it's supposed to help like kind of uh, bring up the flavors of like the actual cocktail, not beer, but the co- actual cocktail itself. Okay. Yeah. So it's just supposed to like set it off pretty much. So you get like hit with like all five senses. Kind right, of, right, because yeah. you end up like uh, pairing it with like that. Uh, it's another sensory with four senses, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, part of the experience itself instead of just like the cocktail getting you. You would probably really dig that place. Yeah, because you would yeah. like that spot too. Listen, you might like it too, actually. which I got up this weekend. No, we can go. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> That's about a crib. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> I went like a week ago and they had like this cognac mixture, and it tasted just like one of those Girl Scout cookies, the mint ones. Ooh. Okay. Oh. Dude, I, I drink it so fast. Oh. And the guy who made it, he was like, it's cookie, good dude. as fuck, right? right. Like, okay. I usually say that for my last drink, but you started with it, so you're going to need another. And I was like, I do need another. Listen, this bar is getting a lot of pub right now, but yeah, what, yeah. What's, what's the name of them? 
Castilius. Castilius. Castalia. Not nearly as good as Arctic Circle Brewing. I drink more bourbon than anything. You don't have liquor here, though. Yet. Oh, is that in the works? Before we get out of here tonight, E-Man, out of the NOLA, the banana, banana. and the gumbo. Banana. Banana? Banana. I was going to say, I like but, spices. So <laughs> banana, too, because I haven't had a beer that tastes that, like, flavorful in a while. But, man, that gumbo also. The gumbo, that's like, a for New England. Here's the thing. I have been drained on New England's for a long time okay. because of, you know, a bit re- of a certain reasons. <laughs> but it's one of those things, like. I really like that. It's very light body. The carbonation's perfect. I I I, re- I thought it was kind of low at first, and then I got to do the switch, <laughs> yeah. you know, the wine switch every once in a while. But I'm sure. like, okay, nah, the it's Nola all there. one was bo- the flavor is like, all point. Bro. I have nothing Thank to you. offer about the bacon ones. I didn't drink it, but the <laughs> Nola one, that breakfast, like uh, the the coffee one, that yeah, you were talking co- about coffee, that? Yeah. that was delicious too. Vanilla in it, yeah, definitely, yeah, solid. I re- I really enjoyed the banana one. I definitely could take a pint of that. Like yeah. for sure. I appreciate uh, that's that. That's how I've been comparing my yeah, beers. Like, fire. if I can drink a ten ounce of this, I can drink a pint of this. I can drink a, a, a sampler of this. <laughs> yeah. The no meal beats oatmeal with peanut butter. Incredible. It got Thank better. You. It I got it like yet. improved every sip. It, it, it started off up. really good, but then by the time I was done, I was like. Damn. Yeah. Oh, damn. As that Actually, one warms up, it yet. gets way better. Yeah, like, uh, it, it starts to become a little creamier. Banana pudding cheesecake. Oh, damn. I got to try that, actually. All right, before we go. This boy cooks. Yeah, you do. The banana pudding cheesecake. I didn't try to try that one yet. I feel like that's going to be my favorite, though. That was that one. That was it. Oh, that was it? Oh, never mind. I loved it. The Nola? No, the banana one. That was the banana pudding cheesecake. That was that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I just didn't know the full name of it. My bad. Kept it simple for that one. Got it. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. I'm, I'm just slow. We've been here for a minute. <laughs> yeah. I apologize. Yeah, my bad. I got pulled in a couple different directions. I appreciate y'all coming out tonight. Shout out to Frost for pulling up on us, man. I appreciate you, bro. Thanks for having us yeah. out, man. If you ever want us it. out again, this is fucking great. Yeah, no, no. We're definitely going to put something together again in the future. And yeah. uh, cause, like, Plus, uh, we got to sit down with Eric on a less busy, crazy ass <laughs> night. Yeah, yeah we were getting pulled in a couple directions. But like, like ser- sincerely, I appreciate y'all. Appreciate and everything it, that y'all do with us and uh, whatever we can do it again in the future, man. Like, uh, we're going to line that one up for sure. I Absolutely, appreciate that. That. And I would be remiss if I didn't uh, play us out of the podcast with this, since we've mentioned every other big name artist out of millions of different genres that come out of New Orleans. Let's go. One of the leaders of the bounce music that comes out of New Orleans would be Big Frida. And here's a little bit of New Orleans bounce out of Big Frida. I did not know Big Frida was from New Orleans. Oh, man, she's <laughs> fucking legend, bro. <laughs> here's Big Frida for you, New Orleans bounce. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.